0: when you're buying a house, there is a ton of paperwork and terminology thrown at you. APR, APY, origination fees, discount points, it can get really confusing fast. Today, we're going to decipher and explain all the essentials you need to know to get a great deal on your mortgage. Welcome to Couple Money, a podcast focused on helping spouses get on the same page, dump their debt faster, and get on the path to financial freedom together. I'm your host, Elle Martinez. This podcast is brought to you by Coastal Credit Union. Coastal's mission is to help you live a better life by offering you a better way to bank. Learn how by visiting bankbetter.org. Even if you're excited and financially ready to buy a house, it can still be stressful. Last week, I mentioned that my mom is moving into the Raleigh area after getting a job offer. She's getting all the paperwork done for work and keeping her current home in tip top shape since it's on the market to sell. And whenever she's in town to take care of her work stuff, we're also driving around looking at places and neighborhoods. Being with her reminds me of our own house hunt, and I remember how at times things seem overwhelming. Buying a house is a huge purchase. And while you're still trying to make sure it's the right fit for you and your family, you're also going through all this paperwork. When you are getting a mortgage, your lender is combing through your finances and it feels like they request every scrap of information they can get. And then when you do find the home, you make the offer and hopefully they accept. If they do, you have the home inspection, you gotta get the house appraised, there's work like title insurance that has to get done. It's a lot. And the first time around, we knew we paid a fair price, but we were a little lost during the process. The second time though, we felt confident about buying the house. One part that made a huge difference for us was getting our loan officer to walk us through step-by-step and explain everything. Having your loan officer in your corner, along with a great agent, makes the process enjoyable and rewarding. We're so grateful to have had that. And I want you to feel the same way. So if you're in the market to buy a house, or you know in the future that's what you wanna do, I think you'll enjoy this episode. I'm sharing one of my favorite interviews I've had on the topic, my chat with Wendy Dawson. She's the Vice President of Mortgage Lending over at Coastal Credit Union. In this episode, we'll get into what you need to keep in mind about mortgages, all the fees and expenses that typically come with buying a house, it's more than just the down payment, and how to decipher the paperwork. I want you to feel comfortable and confident you're getting a great deal on your mortgage. Let's get started. With your experience 20 plus years with mortgages and lending what mistakes have you seen first-time home buyers make when they're making
1: a purchase i think the biggest i hate to call it a mistake or maybe it's more of a misstep is not asking the right questions. doing your homework you know the old thing as far as if you fail to plan then plan to fail I think that one of the big things that's coming about, and I think we've recognized this with the CFPB, that's the Consumer Finance Protection Bureau, is the know before you owe. And that just resonates with asking the right questions. Ask about the kind of cost, what kind of fees they'll be looking at at the time of closing. Ask for good faith estimates. You know, there's nothing wrong with inquiring. Also, know your lender beforehand. A lot of people... You go out looking at houses, you're driving around, and all of a sudden you find something. You may have even scheduled a time to go and look at a property, and you've never even been pre-qualified or pre-approved. Build that relationship first and interview that loan officer. So know before you owe, and, you know, there are many layers on that. That loan officer, if they're doing their, you know, fiduciary responsibility, they're going to go through the scenarios, and they're also going to look at and ask the questions or help them frame or get to those right questions of what's your disposable income? What's their comfort level in spending? And what are the things, or what are they currently paying in rent? And is this a comfort level for them? So they can back into that number, because a lot of young couples, especially first-time homebuyers, they don't realize there are going to be some additional fees once that loan is closed, like you can't call a landlord when the plumbing issue, you know, creates itself. That expenses on you. Mm -hmm. So make sure you've got some reserves. So know before you owe and ask the right questions. And there's not a question out there that is a wrong question. Sometimes this process can be very intimidating. So interview your loan officer and develop that relationship so that you know before you owe and they will kind of craft it and frame it on, you know, they might even give you some direction um, on real estate agents. I also encourage that with first time home buyers. Have an exclusive buyer's agent, somebody that's going to be looking out for your interest. In North Carolina, you know, yes, an agent can carry, you know, a dual agency, but I really, personally, I encourage buyer's agents.
0: My next question, kind of related to that since you mentioned it. How would but, a couple find a lender? Like, where should they start off when they are looking at possible lenders?
1: You know, one of the things you do is look at your own personal financing and who do you do your community as far as your banking with, whether that's your credit union or a community bank. Go in and ask the questions. They'll, most all of them are going to have financial advisors or mortgage lenders on staff there.
0: Now, I also wanted to know, you had mentioned some other costs that maybe as a homeowner are different than renters. Any other expenses that maybe home buyers need to plan and save for?
1: One of the things that we can do, once you, you know, you've found the lender that you resonate with and you've got a comfort level with them, and they've given you what they call a good faith estimate, and they've gone through the fees, the summaries, and they can give you that snapshot of what you're going to be expected to pay at closing. Okay, But then there's the next step, and that's the after, what I call the after party. When they get into the home, they forget sometimes that there are things like their internal and external furnishings. They've probably already placed some of their furnishings and so forth, but they're going to be, of course, moving costs, utility setup, a lawnmower. You may have to have. There are some of those additional expenses, and so they really kind of need to look at their reserves. That's why when the lender is going through the summary and pre approval, they'll ask them to make sure that they have a few months' reserves on hand for the credit qualifying. But they need to have monies available outside that as well. Because for repairs, there are a lot of layers to the the, the, the actual equation here than just a snapshot of how much does this property cost me and what's the walk-in-the-door fee. I remember when we were buying
0: our home, we had looked at the numbers ourselves because we wanted to know about how much we could qualify. And when we right. went with one of the lenders, they gave us a completely different number. Uh, basically, we could afford a house, but we couldn't do anything else besides that. So, like, what considerations would you advise a couple when they are trying to run the numbers themselves before they, you know, talk to a lender?
1: You know, one of the things about, I mentioned the CFPB, that's the Consumer Finance Protection Bureau, they have a website as well. You know, one of the things there, you can go onto that website and you can actually go through and they'll give you the tools and it's artificial intelligence and they'll, you know, you can play with it and you put in the amount and you put in your debt and you put a rate that you've shopped. It's on online, you can find what rates are going. It's all over the media so they can kind of play and see what kind of payments they seem to feel comfortable with and, and cross check their kind of do their own QC on their lender of choice. The other thing that I I think those are tools that they, they need, but the other the other flip side is that is that when you go out to interview your lender, it's great to start your own community bank or your credit union, but shop your lender. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mortgage bankers, I would definitely think that's a great way to start with it was where you keep your, your personal savings checking relationship. But definitely take that scenario and shop it. Coastal we encourage shop us. We want what's best for our members and we feel like what's good for our members, okay, it's good for coastal. You know, we believe in these new disclosures and the new timing requirements and the other changes, the rest the Matella, you know, they're they're gonna improve the transparency in getting a mortgage and I think it empowers the borrower, especially in home ownership. So I, we encourage that. I think one of the things you'll find with our business partners and also I, I want to believe that other lenders out there too will do the same thing. And that means discussing the changes, going through the scenarios, looking at all the options out there for first time home buyers. They've got an array of products and incentives out there from the mortgage credit certificate to the hundred percent excuse me, 100% financing. We've even got some, there's some DPA, down payment assistance. There are Mm -hmm. a lot of programs out there embracing, you know, first-time homebuyers and encouraging them. So just ask the right questions and don't be afraid to ask those questions because I am telling you, if they go into, I can give an example where one of our members came into one of our branch services and asked one of our member services about, you know, I've been a renter for, you know, several years and I know probably I won't be able to, afford a home and I it's probably a silly question but any chance I could maybe talk one of your talk to one of your mortgage representatives or make an appointment and within two minutes okay one of our business development off ran across the hall into the lobby to <laughs> sit down oh, we'll do that with that potential homeowner because and to give them the time they needed and I think it was in a comfortable setting and they didn't feel intimidated and in asking the kind of questions it's just creating that atmosphere. Proud to say that person owns a home today, which is, which is great kudos for, you know, Coastal.
0: Now, I know, like, first-time home home buyers, but even those that maybe already have purchased a home, when they, yeah. they're they yeah. thinking about selling or buying a new one, a lot of them are thrown off by the jargon. They're not familiar yeah. with what they hear. And something I've right. I- seen when you're looking at the interest rates and rates period, you see two numbers. You'll see the interest rate, and then you see right. APR. Could you explain the difference
1: between the two? Yes. I know a lot of times that acronym, we can just, you know, acronyming it in depth in this world. But it's the APR is the annual percentage rate, okay, versus the interest rate. Those are two different things, okay? It's very simple, really. The APR, it just includes any and all additional costs associated with the transaction. It's really relative. It is the truth in lending. We can okay. give you an interest rate, and then we look at all the fees that we, you know, you're going to incur with this loan. And then what we have to do is we have to add those fees up and translate it, convert it to a factor, and over the term of the loan that the borrower is choosing. So what is the rate that you're realizing over 360 months? That's your APR. That's truth in lending. So one of the things that we always, and this is not just isolated to first-time home buyers We encourage this. We want people to ask about the APR because that tells the real story. That tells you what you're really paying. There are a lot of, you know, rates out there that are extremely low, and you're going, oh, I want that 3.2 rate. But the APR on that is four and a quarter. It's because there are discount points and origination fees that are associated with that low rate. So it goes back to, you know, know before you go and ask the question, compare, compare the rate, compare the summary.
0: I think that was a, a big hang up. When we started, I remember asking my husband, did he know the difference? And uh, that had thrown us for a loop because sometimes, like you mentioned, you might have a big difference in uh, like the the interest rates and you're wondering why one's lower. But when you look at the APR, that makes more sense.
1: Exactly, it does. And, you know, you have to make an informed decision in order to do that. You make sure that your loan officer is giving you the information for you to do that. And you want to entertain those lower rates. Compare them to the higher ones because, and then compare the APR and see where you maximize the return. Yes, it may save you 60 to $70 a month, okay, depending on the rate differential. But then what did you pay for that rate? How long did it take you? Okay, to maximize the return on that upfront cash to buy that rate down. Another
0: one, origination and points because right. they're usually right next to each other. Could you explain how that works? Because I think a lot of people were kind of confused on that too.
1: You know, and that's that's a good point. As far as, The origination fee is just what that is. Okay, that is the lender's fee. There's no getting around that. Okay. That's what it is. Lender determines what that fee will be. Now, understand, and discount points are prepaid interest, okay? Sometimes they can run hand in hand because the way the interest rates are tiered in the market with the buy prices, mm-hmm. they can offer rates, and I'm sure you've probably seen this. We're going to give you three and 7 eight eight, 30-year fixed money with zero origination, zero discount points. Well, they've just basically, that's just called premium pricing the rate. They're bumping the rate up to absorb the origination fee and any discount points, any prepaid interest they had to basically pay or whatever the price is on that Ah. rate. Okay? So a lot of, it just depends. They'll differentiate, you know, origination fee and discount points, and sometimes they run hand in hand.
0: Okay. Thank you. I definitely, I know a lot of people, they're kind of nervous to ask because they they feel like. I know. You know, I'm making this big purchase. Maybe they don't think I'm ready for it. But as you pointed out, knowing before you owe something for 15, 30
1: years is important. Right. It is. And it really is. And they need to, um, and that's why I go back to, you know, interview your loan officer too. You're going to interview your real estate agent. Interview your loan officer. Sit down. Make sure that they are going to, you know, at least encourage you or prompt you and guide you and navigate you to ask those right questions. Because the first thing, as far as on a first-time homebuyer, or really any homebuyer, they just may have missed it the first time. They mm-hmm. didn't know the questions to ask. Well, thank you so much. I really appreciate you doing this. I, You know, I hope this has been informative. I know this is, I, I think of my job sometimes boring. boring. You know, when you talk about financing and so forth, but I'm pretty passionate about it. And I love talking to people about buying homes because I think it's great for our, the area we live in and also our economy. I mean, home buying and home ownership—it's vital. This segment
0: is brought to you by Coastal Credit Union.
1: If you want to live better,
0: you got to bank better. Find out how at bankbetter.org. Before we wrap up, I want to focus on key takeaways I got about getting a mortgage from both our personal experience and speaking with Wendy. The first one is know your numbers and own them. absolutely agree with Wendy that you need to interview your lender. You have to feel comfortable with how they're running the numbers and you don't know that unless you've done it yourself. Now, they're definitely gonna use their expertise to pair you up with the right option, but it's important for you to have a good understanding of how much you can comfortably afford. The second takeaway is understand and know what your mortgage options are. There are a lot of programs out there besides the ones for first-time home buyers that may be applicable to you and that can help you get a mortgage that you can afford on a house that you love. And then finally, Be willing to ask questions. I know sometimes it's intimidating. You also might feel a little embarrassed to ask certain questions because you feel like this is too elementary, but this is gonna probably be the biggest purchase you make, so you wanna make sure all those numbers line up in your favor. So talk with your loan officer and make sure you understand what you're signing. If you'd like to chat more about buying a house and finding a great deal on a mortgage, please join us in our private and free Facebook group, Thriving Families. We're a community looking to support one another with our financial and family goals. You can find us over at couplemoney.com slash FB. Hope to see you there. I'm so grateful that there are experts like Wendy out there to help out with mortgages. If you're in the Triangle area and in the market to buy a house, please check out Coastal. Wendy and the mortgage lending team would love to help you out. Yes, they are our sponsor, but we use them for our current mortgage. And like I mentioned before, having someone work with us made a huge difference with the home buying process. As always, I'll have links in the show notes to the resources we mentioned during our chat, as well as bonuses like our free five days to 5K course that can help you start saving up for that down payment. And speaking of saving and making money, next week we're starting a two-part series talking about family and finance. The first episode will be making sure your parents are prepared for retirement. We'll get into why you need to have this conversation now rather than later. And then the second part is all about helping your kids save up for college. So if you haven't already, make sure you're subscribed. You don't want to miss either episode. We're on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, you name it. And thank you so much for sharing the show with your friends. Let's make money a way to connect instead of being a source of stress in our marriages. Our theme song was written and performed by Gentle Regime. Additional music by Lee Rosevere. I appreciate your support. I hope you have a wonderful week. Take care.